0: Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love.
1: Recognise the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. I've been clean and sober for 17 years, so my 20s were pretty rough because I was dealing with, you know, an addiction to alcohol. And I didn't really understand it. I knew that it was a problem, but I didn't know it was an addiction, and a disease, and so really until I could put that down and start to do the work to stay putting it down, there was that real sense of two steps forward or whatever that saying is, one step back. Never really kind of getting a sense of moving through life with ease. It was just hard work. Mm -hmm.
0: That's Jen Kloa. And just by way of inspiring you to lock down greatness, can I tell you that she was a full adult when she bought her first guitar, which was secondhand, by the way, and taught herself to play it and started writing songs. And then 12 years later, she released her first album. So we could all be professional singer-songwriters by 2033. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to do it. I'm doing it. I'm Michelle Laurie, and this is Calm Your Farm. Tips and tricks for taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus. I'll probably be touring in support of Jen Cloa, I reckon, sooner rather than later, because I assume that once I learn how to play an instrument and write songs, they'll be very cool, sexy blues numbers like hers. And also, I've seen more than one video on her social media recently featuring her cat. So we've got cats to talk about on the bus with both of our faces painted on the side. My post-COVID life is really coming together in my mind. While I shop online now for guitars and buses, let's hear more from Jen. I'm
1: based in, uh, in Nam in Melbourne, and I've been here pretty much for the whole kind of time that we've been in lockdown. I came back... From tour, actually I was mid-tour with my friends Mia Dyson and Liz Stringer. We put out a record as Dyson Stringer-Cloa in 2019, and we were doing a kind of second round of touring in um, February, March of 2020. And we kind of cut our tour in half and came home. And really, I've been in lockdown ever since. The way I've spent my days is just doing what I can I think it's been a really good time for me to learn new things. I've been learning my matrilineal language which is te reo Māori and it's been cool to watch the progression and I think that's a big thing with unstructured time or with the unknown experience of a global pandemic is feeling like you're progressing or advancing or achieving I think that can feel very unattainable so learning a language and just seeing these words and phrases slowly start to drop in has been really pleasing I've been sober now for as long as I drank and um, initially I think what I had to learn was just to live in the day that's a really big part of recovery is all I have is today and what am I going to do in this day and i think using that approach and bringing that into this time which has been absolutely challenging is just like look i can't control anything except what i'm going to do in this next moment you know i can book flights i can make plans but i have no control over whether they're fulfilled and i think we've all learnt in our own ways to let go of things And maybe even we've surprised ourselves at how good we've got at letting go. And that can only be, I think, that's a tool of resilience. Like that's what Buddhism teaches. You know, that's like a real spiritual goal, even though we've been kind of like forced into facing it because holding on to it is just pointless. Like you just go, well, it's a global pandemic and I have no control over it. When your world is, you know, becomes smaller, the things that you take joy in are quite simple. My 16-year-old toothless Burmese cat, Bubbles, she comes in every morning and comes, like, wants to go under the sheets and then, like, lies like a baby spoon in my arms and wants me to kiss her on the head. (laughs) I have to kiss her on the head. And really cuddled. She wants to be held and cuddled. And it's beautiful. It's like such a beautiful way to start the day, to have this connection with a greater than human being. And um, I love that. I love my pot of tea, just brewing that tea to to perfection. And and I sit down at this desk that was my mother's desk for me. She did a lot of writing at that desk with the window open, kind of looking out over a garden with a big beautiful gum tree and you know just do a bit of reading and journaling and reflection and it's quite early I'm usually there around seven ish because we all go to bed quite early these days. So I do anyway I'm like well that's me <laughs> just clocking off. Routine can bring you a lot of joy and a lot of pleasure particularly if it's things that you want to be doing and treating yourself like having a really nice takeaway or binge watching a show, being gentle with myself, just to keep the joy there and not be too hard on myself. And yeah, I also really loved those walks with friends, you know, grabbing an ice cream and, you know, walking along the river and connecting and having those long conversations has been a really beautiful way to spend an hour or two in a day. We have a tendency as human beings, particularly in a society like the one that we find ourselves in today, to isolate. And when you combine that with the fact that we have to also be isolating in order to stop the spread of a really serious virus, there can be a really huge amount of disconnect and feeling, I think feelings can be really amplified so you can feel like really upset or really not seen or appreciated or you might have a strange interaction with someone over text or they don't get back to you and it can all feel very heightened during a time when we're vulnerable and so I would probably you know and I've done this myself so any any advice I would give to someone is really focusing in on the people who do reciprocate who do get back to you in a timely fashion, who can show up for you and not judging too harshly the people that can't because they might be going through all sorts of their own demons. And if you're really struggling to seek help, I sought help, you know, 17 years ago and I've sought help many other times again just to, I think, come out of my own little limited way of, thinking and being just get some other perspectives and it's really you know opening myself up to other people and being vulnerable and being seen and sharing my experience has has been immensely healing and I think more than anything we crave kinship we crave community and finding spaces and places where you can be with other people even if it's in a you know, Zoom group learning a new language or just having a chat with some friends or being in a poetry group or whatever it is can actually make a huge
0: difference. For more tips on taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus including recipes for relaxing body products you can make at home things to read and watch instead of scrolling through your phone cheap cheerful and calming gift ideas go to calmyourfarm.com.au We'd love to hear your ideas too.
1: This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the Acast Creator Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.